Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Today, I have a mini-sode for you. And in these mini-sodes, I talk to you about a specific topic at a bite-sized level for 10 minutes. Next week, I'm going to have a deep dive, which is going to be for 30 minutes. And we're going to take this topic to a deeper level. So today I'm talking about managing our mindset and I'm going to go into the why. And next week in the deep dive, I'm going to tell you the structure of how to do it. So today we're talking about the why. Why manage your mindset? And what does managing your mindset mean? So first off, mindset. What is mindset? Mindset is the way you think. Carol Dweck was a guest on the show. And she came and talked about growth mindset and fixed mindset. And her research really opened the eyes of a lot of people. And when we have a growth mindset, it's when we fail and fall down and we go, oh, what can I learn from this? When we have a fixed mindset and we fail and we fall down, we go, see, I am bad. I am broken. It's never going to be possible for me. Fixed mindset is more rooted in shame and a growth mindset can be rooted in curiosity. It can be rooted in self-compassion. And one thing I want to get through is something she told me that was so important, right? Because we always want to be the right one. And she'll say a growth and a fixed mindset is a continuum. Nobody's all one thing or all the other. And then in the different arenas, we can be, we can have different mindsets, So maybe in driving a car, you're really comfortable and you have a growth mindset, but maybe learning a new skill set. I know when I was first learning how to cook, I had a total fixed mindset and I I could shut down and I had to talk myself off the ledge of it's okay. This is learnable. You can do this, Corinne. But for the longest time, I didn't think it was possible. And I had a very fixed mindset. So you can be a growth mindset person and you can have different mindsets in different arenas. So One thing about the mindset is it is a choice. And that's where we're going to talk about managing your mindset because we have these program beliefs and you may not be aware of them. Maybe you are because you've been a longtime listener and I've been talking about this stuff for years, but we're so not aware of certain beliefs. And even like sometimes I get fascinated. I'm like, wow, that is in my head. It's amazing. We have these program beliefs and One of the things that we never learned or weren't taught to us is that we get to decide what we want to put into our brain. We may have picked up stuff unconsciously or very unaware throughout our lives, just subtle messages about who to be or what's okay, or maybe you're a woman and you've been told that you have to be a nice girl and don't create any ruckus, whatever the messages were, or Maybe you believe it's all about calories in, calories out, or money only happens to nice people, or not to nice people, to people without any ethics. So whatever the program message is, one is to understand that they're in there. Just because they're in there, it doesn't mean that it's true. And you get to decide what you put into your brain. And that right there can blow your own mind. But when you get to decide that, it is so powerful. And when you can manage your mindset, You're not sitting there dwelling on what is going on. You can be in that growth mindset and learn and get back up and become so much more resilient. 
So here's some, here's a scenario I want to give you. If you go to the movies, like I personally don't like horror films, don't like them. I went to them when I was a teenager. I did like Nightmare on Elm Street and a lot of those, like, was it Chucky? Those scary horror movies. And I did it to fit in, I think, because when I think back at it, I hated horror movies. Like I screamed out at Hawaiian Five-0. My family just, my teenage daughters just roll their eyes with me, but I get scared really easily. So why was I doing it? It was because I was trying to fit in and really I was trying to belong, but I was fitting in. I would never go see a horror film now. It's not even of interest. I'm not going to do it. You Stephen King fans, yay you, it's not for me. I'm really deliberate about what is it that I want to experience. So sometimes I want something deep and emotional. I might go to drama. If I want a comedy, I'm going to go to that. And because those stories are going to affect my emotions, which is no different than the stories in our brain. And I'm getting more and more deliberate about it, especially when I wake up first thing in the morning is what do I want to put into my brain? Do I want to put in all the problems in my emails into my brain and be like, ah, let my, my amygdala get hijacked, the lizard brain get hijacked? Or do I want to prime it to get ready for the day? I choose to prime it. So movies are a choice. Do you go along with what everybody else is doing or do you do what you want to choose? So how you feel, are you willing to work through and understanding you can go through a really sad touching movie and come out afterwards and have a really good evening. You don't have to stay in that feeling state because one of the things that we learned from Dr. Joe Bolte Taylor years ago is feelings only last 90 seconds. So the reason that feelings perpetuate and you stay in that shame state is that we're so good at fondling the stories because when we don't manage our mind, that's what happens. It becomes like we go story, fondle, story, fondle, story, fondle. We tell ourselves the same thing over. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm a failure. I can't ever get anything done. You know, I'm just not good enough. I'm going to fail again. I'm going to be a corporate flame out. And we just tell ourselves all that story. I can feel the tension and those aren't even my stories. Those are just the things that I've heard today from clients right? So your mindset is going to affect your feeling. The stories you tell yourself, music, books, movies, they're all stories. They can affect our emotions. And we are storytellers. We are hardwired for stories. And usually we tell ourselves horror stories about ourselves and our lives. And the most of us are fantastic at catastrophizing our stories. I used to be so good at catastrophizing. Worst case scenario, because see, I wasn't going to let you see me fail. I I knew that of course I was going to go down in flames. So that would be less shameful, I thought. But it was an indulgent. I was really always unhappy because I had these catastrophizing stories. We are so committed to the worst case scenario. And instead, it's about managing our mind, unpacking our conscious and subconscious and programming. And now as an adult choosing, what do I believe? What is true for me? How do I want to live my life? Because as leaders of our lives, that is what we do. So I invite you, notice how your stories make you feel and affect how you act. And where do these stories come from? Are they yours? Are they someplace else? Did you pick them up in media? Did you pick them up in your family of origin? Just notice without judging and you can be like, wow, that's there. Is it really true? And check in with that because the thoughts that you think can create the results in your life. And that's from Carol Dweck's book, Mindset. It's early on the thoughts that we think 
And our thoughts are so powerful because what happens is that it creates our perceptions of how we see the world. And when we have a growth mindset, we have much more perception than when we have a fixed mindset because we're in that place of fear and shame and we may be hiding away. Next week, I'm going to do a deep dive on how to manage your mindset. Today, it was the why. The why is if you manage your mindset, it's not that bad things don't happen, but it does make you more resilient. And it does make you look at the beauty in your life and be it's just so much more fulfilling and you can blow your own mind about what is it that you want to achieve and really go after that instead of focusing on what isn't working and all the negative stuff and then being depressed and then needing to numb with either food or alcohol or spending money or Netflix or Facebook, but really where you can be a deliberate creator in your life by managing your mindset and think about it. Look at the results in your life. Maybe in some arenas, they're awesome and you're excited about it. And in those arenas that you're not excited about your results, check in with your mindset. Do do the results equal the thoughts that you believe? And take a look at that as a compassionate observer. So the reason why we want to manage our mindset is so that you can be a deliberate creator in your life. And this isn't about positive thinking and saying, I'm skinny, I'm skinny, but it's about really telling yourself the truth. What are you capable of? So sometimes when I think, oh my gosh, I can catastrophize, it's like, I remind myself, I am resourceful. I can figure things out. I may not have a solution right now, and that is okay. I can figure things out. And when I do that, I calm down. I'm not in this place of panic. When I'm in a place of panic, I do not make good decisions. I'm reactive. I can go gladiator. When I'm in a place of calm, I can figure things out. I'm way more resourceful. So I invite you this week just to notice your mindset and next week come back and we'll talk about the deep dive on how to do it. Thank you so much for listening today. For those of you that are on my newsletter, I have a special Ask Karen link that I invite you to fill out because I'm going to be doing a call for all of my newsletter subscribers about when you can ask me questions. All right. Until next time, I'm smiling big for you. She is dreaming. She is drifting. Never been so wide